Do you believe your sensitivity is your biggest weakness? That's what a lot of highly sensitive persons think and experience. I'm going to show you that your sensitivity is actually your greatest strength. We will discuss all kinds of topics related to being a highly sensitive person, have inspiring guests and above all, give you all kinds of information and tools so you can learn to use it as a strength. My name is Annette Zwart, life coach for highly sensitive persons. Welcome to Sensitive and Strong. So today I want to talk about the sensitive body. As an HSP, you have probably experienced at one time or another that your body can be very, very sensitive. Not only your uh, your senses, like the sensitivity to loud noises or to uh, bright flashing lights or um, softer humming from lights that, that some can have that can really annoy the heck out of you and others won't even hear it. But also being more sensitive to caffeine or to alcohol or certain types of food, um, being irritated by labels in your clothing. All of these are examples of how a sensitive body can react to things much more intense than the bodies of non-HSPs. So you probably recognize some of these things. So physical sensitivity can show up in lots of different ways. And most HSPs have more sensitive bodies uh, and some more than others, of course. But uh, most of us react sooner or more intense to things that are not good or comfortable to them. And so personally, I have a strong belief that all of our ailments and diseases are a result of an unbalance in our body, which can show up in a mental way, but also very much in a physical way. So as an example, when you work too much and you do this for too long a period, your body will say stop by creating first a headache, uh, being tired more often. Uh, maybe it's sometimes it will create or you will get a cold um, to make that pause. It, it will create a temporary pause for you if, you if you get a cold. You have to take time to rest. Uh, a little bit so and at the time that is also very much needed and so other times it will show up in a more mental way uh, so you will struggle with commitments you may maybe if things are not going in a way that is good for you then a few moments a few days or even weeks if it lasts that long you can get even a, a burnout so this can happen after you have ignored your body signals for a longer period. And often we find a sense of logic in this when we accepted something and we did some soul searching and we can be very, very good at that. And so for instance, if you have gotten a cold, you can often look back and think, oh, yes, it has been so busy for the last couple of months. And I really didn't take enough time to relax or, or to enjoy myself, to calm down from stressful days. So you can recognize afterwards, like, yeah, this, this cold that I gotten is, is, has use. It creates that pause for me. So often our bodies are also still a complete mystery and Doctors do not always have answers for us as well. 
And so, for instance, often when I felt that something was off in my health, uh, being tired for a longer period, having pains of some sorts for a specific time, and then often when I went to the doctor, uh, they did some blood tests, maybe additional tests, but then always things coming back with the conclusion they can't find anything and I was always completely healthy and I was a little bit confused always like but why am I then having this problems that my body creates and so I think that in theory we HSPs are more aware of when our bodies uh, send a signal that something is off we feel this much sooner than other people um, I have experienced this cycle so many times that I cannot count them anymore. Last time I also went to the doctor because my joints were creating a lot of pain and all the tests came back negative or with good numbers. So in other words, there was nothing wrong with me according to the doctor. But then there's still this pain, right? So these experiences have always been a signal to me like, okay, there's nothing serious yet. That's what the doctor says. But it does get me thinking about what do I need to do about to keep this from becoming more serious from happening in the future. And so maybe uh, I need to change my uh, eating pattern or do something less of a specific thing or uh, another thing maybe more like exercise or specific movements that you want to uh, have some more flexibility. Um, so often I do change something uh, to my routine after I've been to the doctor. And then that that change that I do make, it lets the, com uh, the complaints disappear or at least reduce for a serious uh, amount. So there's also... Uh, some research that suggests that HSPs have poorer physical health than others, uh, which may be because of HSPs are more aware of their physical and internal sensations. And so there's also some research that suggests that uh, highly sensitive children are more often ill uh, unless they are growing up in a very supportive family. So that confirms again the differential susceptibilities that HSPs have, or in simpler words, the ability to react more strongly to positive and negative experiences than others. So not only do we react more strongly to negative situations, but we also react stronger to the positive experiences in life. And so that makes us capable to when we do have a neg negative experience, um, if we have the right tools and the right circumstances, we are able to learn from it much better. And so to apply that new learned behavior and grow from the situation. So you experience something, you learn about it, and then you can really make a, a bigger difference than what a non-HSP could so that means when we live in a somewhat negative environment, we tend to be more sensitive to health symptoms. And so maybe our bodies internalize bad circumstances easier. And so 
when not everything is going smooth and awesome in your life, your body can turn the things that are not so good into physical warnings that maybe your doctor cannot find anything, but you do feel them. And so you need to start paying attention to what is off for you so you can create a change. And so a lot of these situations have to do with how you deal with stress. In response to stress, a lot of things can happen and which can also create physical problems. So when you experience stress, your body produces cortisol, a hormone that prepares your body for the fight or flight response. And then that releases a lot of glucose in the body and Of course, all that glucose is meant to to be used immediately. And so the cortisol prevents the the production of insulin, which would neutralize the glucose. So the result is that you have a lot of glucose uh, energy, basically, in your body. And so the idea is to use that energy for the situation that your body prepares for because of the stress. And so back when we were still hunting for our food and we had some serious dangers in our lives such as a a predator might kill you or uh, something really horrible would happen and you had like like the bear coming after you it was a real a real necessary thing to have that insulin and that uh, i mean sorry the glucose as energy in your body to act But these days, often when you experience stress, you do not need the physical energy Uh, because most of our stress is mental these days, right? It's thinking about situations and um, in that way, seeing, uh, seeing stressful situations. So we get stuck with all this energy and cortisol in our bodies and this affects our bodies, of course, very much. And so a few examples of the results that this can have, um, like we can get, we can, uh, get blood, sugar, blood sugar unbalances, diabetes, uh, we can gain weight or become obese. And in the long run, our immune system gets repressed, so we are more susceptible to colds and other illnesses. Um, and there can even be an increased risk of cancer, tendency to develop food allergies and also an increased risk of gastrointestinal issues because cortisol also reduces activities in the body such as food digestion so when you're eating when you're stressed your body is not handling it in the best way your stomach doesn't work in the best optimal way because the energy needed for digestion is rerouted to other internal systems. So this can create all kinds of digestion problems like indigestion, uh, ulcers, uh, and when you're having uh, things like an irritable irritable bowel syndrome, it can also increase your symptoms when you're under stress. And some other issues can also be insomnia, chronic fatigue syndrome, thyroid disorders, or even depression. So stress can give you a whole bunch of problems that are very, very physical. And a short burst of stress is fine, especially 
if you follow the normal cycle of stress, which means using the cortisol in your body for an actual physical activity. So when you get stressed, it is even more important to go, go to the gym, for instance. And that way your body uses the cortisol in a way that is meant to be, that is natural. So basically you follow the rhythm of what the stress cycle uh, is meant to be for humans. So this shows that the line between physical and mental uh, issues is not always so obvious as we thought or how our body is, uh, how our doctors are treating it. And so our mind has a lot more effect uh, on our body than we think it does. And HSPs have the ability to overwhelm themselves completely by just thinking and processing a situation and then feeling physically exhausted. So yes, your mind has an effect on your body. So your body automatically translates all kinds of experiences for you. And it's up to you to become aware of them and to understand that translation. And if needed, to set a boundary in place when something does not feel good or to change course when you become aware that things are not going well. So these translations <laughs> can be for uh, for example, a physical sensation that someone is creating uh, intentionally or not, either from the outside by creating noise or bright lights or other external things, or more direct, more internally by touching you too intense or in a painful way. Um, but also when you go eat at a friend's house and, the, and they have used, they have cooked something you react strongly to, or in allergies or... Uh, other stronger reactions you can have to food or drinks. And so when you have to work for a longer period on a project that is really intense, which does not give you much energy, you will get more tired than normal and have more headaches. So these are all reactions to situations and the, the situation can be a, a, a physical one, but also a mental one. And so we need to get to know our bodies, uh, what is normal reaction for me and what not. And how does my body respond to a nice experience or how does it respond to not so nice things with, with food or with other things. Um, so you can intentionally experiment to get to know your body, see what happens, see what it likes, see what feels good. And you can do this in all kinds of ways. You can practice this with food, with touch, with exercise, uh, movement, sounds. Just try things out and notice how your body reacts. Um, is it feeling relaxed? Is it stressed? Is it feeling warm or cold? And you can try it also with simple things like music, um, listening to music, like uh, classical music. How does this make your body feel? Is it making you happy? Is it uh, feeling good? Or with hard rock maybe? Or maybe just some jazz. Just have fun with it and try to feel how your body reacts to things. Um, I can remember at some point that uh, when I was experimenting with this and trying out 
dancing that I found that my body really enjoys movement in that way. So it's just really becoming aware of your body's reactions. That's the point here. Uh, we are so trained to judge things with our mind, whether we like it or not, or whether we whether something is good for us or not. But basically what I'm saying is your body knows very well what is good for you or not. Uh, you know, if, if you taste something that is really intense, you will feel how your body reacts. Is it welcoming this food or rather not so much? <clears throat> and we often don't pay very much attention to these sensations because we analyze them away with our mind. But once you become more aware of your body's reaction, you will be able to recognize your reactions to external situations like in a in a fight with a loved one or a fun dinner with friends you can feel you can sense what brings you energy and what depletes you and when you turn your deep focus on yourself instead of on the outside world you can find a lot of information and so it comes back to um, balance again and Elaine Aaron has mentioned this in her books that an optimal arousal level is very important for all of us even also for non-HSPs of course um, but for us as HSPs it's it's even more important to pay attention so if we have too little arousal you get bored which can happen to the high sensation seekers and the extroverted HSP earlier than the introverted HSP. And if we get too much arousal, then yeah, boom, overwhelmed <laughs> and stressed and all its accompanying uh, struggles. So being aware of this is very important. And we all have the moments when we are overwhelmed, over aroused. And when we have a very important meeting at work, for example, or having to do an exam, uh, even going to the shopping mall with your friend or your daughter can be overwhelming, even though it might be fun. Fun things can also be overwhelming. And so when a non-HSP comes home and they turn off the TV or the radio, which they turn it on, uh, which for them is just nice and enjoyable. But for us, this could be even more arousal and we go into overwhelm. So finding that balance, whether your body is overwhelmed or needs some fun or, or other input, paying attention is key to your health. And keeping your body in that balance of just the right amount of arousal is also key. Also very challenging, absolutely, but very important. So. It seems that our bodies need more time to adjust to something and also to get used to a sensation or an activity. And then afterwards, it also needs time to adjust again to another transition. So I think um, from that perspective, we can adjust a little until a certain point, of course. For example, when it is uh, very common at your workplace to drink a lot of coffee, while you are used not to drink so much coffee, you can slowly adjust by drinking a little bit more over time. So you can create that your body gets used to more coffee. But of course, each person has uh, that adjustability. But for HSPs, it just needs to be taken a little bit slower. 
And then for some, it's just not possible to adjust because it's just too much. So it all depends on what you are trying to adjust to. Some HSPs can adjust more to situations and others not. And so um, depending on more stimulation in a busier workplace, that can also have lots of effect of your adaptability to situations. Um, so it's all about getting to know your body, how it reacts and what its limits are. Um, but in general, we experience stress and signals from our body earlier than other people do. And probably all people would agree that having a, a fight with a loved one creates stress. But for an HSP, that stress can also be created by just listening to the radio all day while trying to concentrate on your work. So the most important thing is to be aware of your stress levels and know how to gain your balance back after being stressed. And I just want to validate all of our sensitive bodies. Like, no, you're not crazy when you're feeling things that other people can't uh, understand or feel. Or even if the doctors cannot find anything wrong with it. Just trust your own body. Use your intuition. And most important, act accordingly. You know what is best once you pay attention. So let me know if you have any questions, comments or experiences on this topic that you want to share. I'd love to hear them. Thank you for listening today. If you want to become sensitive and strong as well, visit my website highsensitivecoaching.com and sign up for my newsletter which comes out once a month with information about my webinars, programs, coaching sessions and all other activities. Join me next time again at Sensitive and Strong.